What's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. And yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. No matter where you are, wherever you may be, thank you so much for allowing the State of the Saints podcast to be a part of your listening and viewing pleasure. Uh, first off, I want to apologize to everybody. Uh, I know I haven't made a, a, a episodes for the last couple of days. Um, Paxton uh, has been a little bit under the weather and still is. Uh, that's one of the reasons why this show is going to be so short. I got to uh, get back to uh, being dad today. Uh, he's not feeling his best. So he's been dealing with a fever and uh, just took him to the doctor and found out he had a little bit of an ear infection. So uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about this game week 11, and then I'm going to exit stage left. But the Saints have a uh, matchup uh, versus the Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. In the Superdome on today, uh, both teams are, are, are pretty terrible. Uh, both teams have three wins. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, will be uh, with quarterback Matthew Stafford. Unlike last week, John Wolford uh, was a guy who uh, had to start last week because Matthew Stafford was in concussion protocol. But, of course, uh, Matthew Stafford has cleared that, and now he will be available for the game. Um, the New Orleans Saints uh, have been dealing with injuries. Uh, Cam Jordan will not be playing in the game today. Marcus Davenport won't be in the game. Marshawn Lattimore won't be in the game. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, it's pretty much the same old thing. Uh, the Saints have been dealing with injuries all all year long, and uh, it's just been really, really tough for the black and gold to get any type of momentum. Uh, both teams uh, have lost uh, four out of their last five games. Um, both fan bases, I'm pretty sure, are very, very upset and frustrated at the way both of their teams, uh, where their respective teams are going. But um, let's go ahead and break this game down. I, I have some stats here. Uh, you have Matthew Stafford. Uh, Matthew Stafford has thrown for 1,928 yards, eight touchdowns, eight interceptions. Uh, you have Andy Dalton, who will be starting for the New Orleans Saints. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, he has 1,559 yards, 11 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. 
Uh, then you have Henderson Jr. for the Rams. He uh, has rushed for 274 yards, three touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 112 carries for 469 yards and one touchdown this season. Uh, Cooper Cup is their leading receiver, but, of course, he went on IR. Uh, he had to get ankle surgery, uh, so uh, he's pretty much he's not going to be playing uh, in this game on today. But you have Chris Olave, who is leading the Saints and receiving at 658 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, both teams are, are are struggling, you know, especially when it comes to the offensive side of the football. Uh, Cooper Cup was their go-to guy. He was the guy that can get things done. Uh, but now the Rams are going to be looking for guys like uh, Van Jefferson. They're going to be looking for guys like Allen Robinson and Tyler Higby uh, to step up. Then you have Cam Akers and Henderson, two guys that can run in between the tackles and catch the ball out of backfield. So Sean McVay, uh, who is a really good play caller uh, in his own right, uh, he's going to have to come up with some plans, and the Saints are going to have to be ready. Uh, the Saints last week uh, was uh, was a team that I, I don't know what they were. You know, honestly, I don't. I don't know what I watch. Uh, it's best for them to look look at that tape, burn that tape, and just move on. Um, the fact that they made uh, Kenny Pickett, a guy who struggled, he had two touchdowns and eight interceptions, play his best game uh, of the entire year, a guy – who has left a lot to be desired and has one of the lowest quarterback ratings, if not the lowest quarterback rating of all active quarterbacks. They made him look serviceable. Uh, you really have to question uh, the Saints defense. Uh, the Saints defense only have two turnovers, uh, one of the worst in the NFL. Uh, and also they give the ball away. So not only are they not taking the ball, but they're giving the ball away. Um, everybody knows they're last when it comes to that. So, What's going to happen in this game? What are the keys to victory for the New Orleans Saints? Well, first off, uh, if you're trying to run the football, what the Saints have been trying to do uh, over the last couple of weeks to try to establish a passing game, uh, it's going to be pretty tough, okay? Because I don't have to tell anybody uh, who's in the middle of that defense. He's arguably the greatest defensive player of all time. Or if you want to not go that far, at least of this generation, I'm talking Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald has five sacks this season. Uh, he gets it done from the interior. And not to mention, I mean, you got a veteran who has been in the league and has had multi-all pros in Bobby Wagner. He's going to be out there. And then you have the secondary of the Rams. You have Jalen Ramsey out there. And on the other side, you have Troy Hill. And you they have a, a really good secondary. These guys don't really give up much. So I'm pretty sure that Chris Olave, man, welcome to the NFL, buddy. You get opportunity to go one-on-one -on -one with – a lot of people consider the best cornerback in football, but back to the running game, it's going to be tough for the Saints to run in this game because, you know, the Rams average about, they give up about 69 yards a game, right? So that's, that's pretty incredible. How are you going to win this game? You got to get the ball into the hands of Alvin Kamara uh, and some of these short passes uh, the offensive line. We all know that you have a lot of guys that are, are replacement guys. You got, Landon Young, who's going to be playing left tackle because James Hurst is dealing with a concussion. Don't know the status of Andrew Speed upon the making of this. And uh, we know that Eric McCoy is out. So a lot of the offensive linemen that you're going to be re relying on in this game are guys that are going to be unfamiliar. I mean, you have Andrews, who's going to be playing center. He gets his second start. So hopefully he'll have a better start than he had last week versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. But you got to get the ball into the hands of Al Gamara. And you got to maybe take advantage of the screen game or maybe, you know, give him some choice routes. Because even though you have Bobby Wagner out there, the Rams defense, when it comes to the linebacker group, 
they can be susceptible of giving up good uh, big plays to the running back. So you got to be able to get the ball into the hands of Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, over the last couple of weeks, have been dealing with some very athletic linebackers. I mean, you got T.J. Watt uh, last week versus the Steelers. And then on top of that, you had uh, Roquan Smith, you know, for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, along with former LSU uh, linebacker Patrick Queen. So uh, a lot of athletic linebackers give, you know, the Saints fits. I mean, it's hard for Alvin Kamara to, you know, try to exploit that because, I mean, when you have those guys that are super athletic or in our tackling machine, it's hard for him to get that momentum that he needs in order for him uh, to make plays. But, of course, the Saints going to have to, you know, become creative in this game. And you cannot get away from Taysom Hill. You cannot get away from him. You got to be able to utilize Taysom Hill in a variety of ways. You got to be able to use that QB power. It, it seems like to me, like as long as the Saints are in the game or in the thick of things, here comes Taysom Hill. But all of a sudden, if the Saints go down by like 10 points or something like that, he's nowhere to be found. The New Orleans Saints coaching staff have to find ways to get the ball into the hands of their playmakers. This has been the biggest issue when it comes to the New Orleans Saints not being able to dial up plays for the guys that can make plays. And this has been a reoccurring thing over the last few weeks. We know what Andy Dalton is as a quarterback. So what you need to do is guys that give you a little bit of a spark. The the Rashid Shaheeds, the the uh Taysom Hills, the 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 Alvin Kamaras, you know, like the Chris Alaves. You need to come up with some plays in order to get the ball into the hands of those guys. That is the only way that you're going to win this football game. Look, when it comes to Andy Dalton, there's no need for us to spend a long time on Andy Dalton. He is who he is. He's an average quarterback, but borderline below average quarterback. And you're not going to win many games with him as your quarterback. He's not going to do the things that he needs to do in order to get you to victory. Because to me, like I've been saying for weeks, he's the type of quarterback that just happy to be out there at this stage that can throw up the little sign. I guess it symbolizes something that he does with his family. And, you know, people can see him on TV at this point. And he's playing just to play the next week. Uh, we all seen uh, the footage when it comes to Jameis Winston. No, I'm, 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 healthy, I'm healthy enough to play. Right. So, but that's it. But my role right now is to uh, be the leader that I need to be, not, not the leader that I want to be. Right. So uh, that's, all, that's all I can do. Jameis Winston um, spoke to the media. Uh, he, he said that it really hurts his soul, quote, I'm quoting this, it hurts his soul not to be out there uh, with those guys to play. He said that he wants to play. It just seems like Dennis Allen uh, doesn't is not interested in that. And uh, it, it's getting real bad because, you know, you don't really see Jameis Winston really uh, doing things like this. You don't really see him really, you know, I won't say throwing anybody under the bus, but being as vocal. He, he's normally a team guy. So you can tell that he's extremely frustrated by this. And I'm just wondering to myself, like, will this be a – a rippling effect right where it started at the top and start ruling down to the bottom um i just feel like if the saints don't win this game then i just think that the message from dennis allen is not going to be uh accepted anymore you know it's going to be interesting to see you know i i don't think the saints are going to win this football game i'm just i'm just being real uh they haven't shown over the last uh, few weeks that they are capable of doing things in order to to win football games anything something anytime something positive happens um here comes a flag here comes undisciplined play. Here comes bad play calling. Here comes deer in headlights when it comes to the coaching staff. I mean, it has just been all bad for the New Orleans Saints, and it's hard for me to pick the New Orleans Saints team that has been looking 
as terrible as they have over the last five games. This is going to be rough for the New Orleans Saints, but you have to be creative. And the Saints, they're going to have to be careful. They're going to have to be very, very careful because, and I want a lot of the Saints fans that's looking at this right now, I want you to hear me. All right, this this is a real, this is a game to me that can really decide the future of Dennis Allen. Seriously, like if they go out here and they just get beat to sleep, I'm talking about the Rams beat the brakes off these guys. Then I think it's pretty much uh, set in stone that maybe the Saints need to go in a different direction. But if the Saints go out there and they play formidable and they're still playing tough and they're flying around and the energy is there then maybe, you know, he can survive yet another week. But I don't see that happening. I, I think that you have a lot of Saints fans, uh, they're tired. They're frustrated. Uh, you're seeing a lot of things that's when it comes to the media, you know, all the, you know, I, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really buying this whole Dennis Allen experience. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, you know, it's, it's this way. People aren't calling it out for what it is. The dude is terrible. The dude is obviously terrible. I'm not picking on anybody or, or, picking, or saying it to anybody in particular, but it's pretty obvious that this dude is bad. And I, I'm, I'm seeing like, oh, it's not his fault. And oh, he this and that. Like this dude is a terrible coach. And he, look, there, there are some things that coaches go through and, you know, it, it can be an uphill battle. Like I look at Dan Campbell, right? Not a big Dan Campbell fan as a coach, but I like the energy. And I like the fact that his team goes out there and they battle and they fight and they scratch and they claw and they're in these games every single week and they may lose by a field goal or they may lose by a last second touchdown, but they're always in the game. They're always fighting. When it comes to the Saints, these guys look like they're not prepared. They look like they have no energy. It looks like they don't believe in what Dennis Allen and his coaching staff are selling. I'm telling you right now, you have a lot of Saints fans that are coming to the Superdome. They bought these cheap-ass tickets. Excuse my French. They bought these cheap tickets, and they're ready to exercise their vocal cords. And I ain't talking about yelling and screaming. I'm talking about booing this boy out of the building because they want the Saints organization to know that they are not very happy. There's a petition that's going around around this guy. You look at his record uh, as a head coach. You're starting to look at that. Now, you know, you're wondering to yourself, you know, everybody telling you, oh, it was it was Oakland. It wasn't so much Dennis Allen. But now you're looking at a guy who has the same identical record and, and doing some of the same identical things that got him fired in Oakland. You're wondering to yourself, like, maybe this is who Dennis Allen is. But he can change the narrative today. If he goes, if he coaches this game and the players are still playing for him and they're playing hard and guys are playing inspired football, then maybe, you know, he'll be able to, you know, maybe have something to build on going into next year if you want to go that route. I don't feel like you should go that route, but that's just my opinion. But if they go out there and they get beat to sleep, I think it's pretty much uh, lights out uh, for uh, Dennis Allen. Uh, I got the Saints losing this football game, plain and simple. Uh, the defensive side of the football, uh, you, you don't have Cam Jordan. Uh, you don't have Marcus Davenport. Uh, you know, though Cam Jordan shots out to him uh, dealing with an eye injury. He hasn't missed a game uh, due to injury in his entire career. Last year, he missed a game. It was due to COVID, and he came back like he lost his mind. All right, he went on a tear. So hopefully, you know, he can replicate some of that, you know, being out. Uh, he's a guy that, that, you know, that's angry, that's frustrated that he's not playing because he always wants to be out there with his guys, but he's not going to be playing in this game 
you got like guys like Tano Passanio that you're counting on, uh, guys like Carl Granderson. I mean, what have they done this entire season? I mean, I haven't seen too many pressures on the quarterback. Uh, you got your secondary, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, dealing with a, a kidney, a lacerated kidney and two broken ribs. Uh, that's that's what they've been calling an abdomen injury. Whatever, Pete Warner, uh, you know, he's out. Eric McCoy, once again, on the offensive side, he's out. Uh, man, it's just they're going to have to find ways to make themselves formidable in this game. And based on what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, if the Rams jump on top of the Saints, they get themselves a close to a double-digit lead or a double-digit lead. We know that a lot of the things in the Saints playbook, they begin to tear out and, and don't try to find ways to get some of these players that can actually make plays into the game because everybody knows they're super conservative. So um, I got the Rams winning the football game. Uh, I don't see the Saints, uh, you know, finding that inner energy that they need. And um, it, it, hopefully they just play formidable. You know, hopefully they play formidable. formidable. Hopefully they, they play a little bit inspired. But I just think that they they just have too many things that are missing on this team. And, you know, the battle of attrition, combination of bad coaching, is just a recipe for disaster. So. That's why I feel like the way the, the team is going, um, move on to next week. Hopefully they'll have some better news. Maybe some guys will be able to come back and maybe they'll be able to get a win then. But this has been the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. And previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio and Anchor FM. And you can follow me throughout the game uh, at TJAY Jones 8. I tweet throughout the game. Once again, TJAY Jones 8. Till next time, all I got to say is who that? <laughs>